Hey guys, it's Renee from Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. On today's podcast, we have on from AEW, Adam Cole, baby. We talked to him about his relationship with Kyle O'Reilly. What does Johnny Gargano have in the future? And we also break down some of the fights and matches that we want to see in 2022. A little fantasy booking. Let's get into it. AEW's own Adam Cole. Hi. Hello, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I, I had a wonderful holiday uh, with some family. Still in the process of enjoying oh, that. Very, very excited for this week on Dynamite. It's it's good. I'm doing well. Are you in Pennsylvania right now? I sure am in Pennsylvania, and you're not going to believe this. I woke up this morning, and there was snow on the ground. And Shut I could up. not have been happier. I miss snow so much. Oh, I'm my a Pennsylvania God. boy through and through. I miss it. <laughs> White Christmas. I thought we were not- I thought it. we were going to have one here, and we've not. It's been like 65 degrees. I, I moved here to get oh. the snow, and it's holding out on me. And here so. it's been cold for absolutely no goddamn reason because it's sunny outside. <laughs> you cannot tell the difference if it's 90 <laughs> or 35. It's just cold just to be cold. Yeah. So Rude anyways. It's right. all hell. Yeah. Um, Adam Cole, we are talking. We're kind of wrapping up all of 2021 right now. And, man, Great. have you ever had a year um, we're we're recapping all things. I mean, obviously from from your time in uh, WWE, uh, moving over to yeah. AEW, to performing in front of nobody, to having crowds back. What has that like roller coaster been like for you for 2021? Are you exhausted? Are you still like having like adrenaline? What's going on? Yeah, I, I definitely still have a ton of adrenaline uh, about the entire process. Uh, again, one of the biggest things, and I know that people have said this time and time again. But I do think the pandemic really did expose how insanely important our fans are. Um, Because, again, for the longest time, all of us became accustomed to wrestling in front of either nobody or 50 people. Or, God forbid, if it was a really, really big show, it would be like 100 or 150 people. So to go from that to wrestling in front of packed arenas again and it being filled with fans who are just so excited to be there just as passionate about pro wrestling as the wrestlers are. Uh, it, it was so reinvigorating. Like like the, the past few months that I've had at AEW has just been literally a dream come true. And I've been, I've been doing this for almost 14 years. And, and these past few months have been the absolute favorite of my entire career. So I've had a wild ride this year. 2021 I mean, has been crazy. C- could you have even had a more perfect debut I mean, the night for you and Brian Danielson to debut in the same night. I mean, that rocked people's worlds. I think everyone was kind of like, I think they're going to go to AEW. I think it's going to happen. But the fact that it happened in the same night, I think that's what threw so many people for a loop. How did you feel as you were like waiting for your music to hit and just to like swerve everybody after Brian jumps out there and everybody loves Brian Danielson. But bam, Adam Cole's also here. Well, that, that was the, the coolest thing, because as far as traditionally um, doing a double debut like that is not something that people would normally do, because I remember hearing rumblings about, you know, me possibly debuting or or just starting to work for AEW. But a lot of people were talking about Brian. I, I'd say a majority of them or most of them were talking about Brian debuting at the pay-per-view. Um, and, and people thought, oh, maybe Brian will debut tonight. Then maybe in a few weeks or a, a month or so, maybe Adam Cole will show up. So the way it was done to have me go out there first 
was so cool because it created such a genuine surprise and mm-hmm. genuine reaction to where people were like, no way. A week and a half ago, he was wrestling on NXT. A week and so a half crazy. ago. And we we were not sure about him. Oh, man, I hopefully we'll get Brian in like, you know, a couple weeks or a month. And then all of a sudden his music hits and they're like, no way. Whoa. They're doing both. They're doing <laughs> yeah. both of them tonight. So like because I've been asked that before where people have said, you know, do you wish that your debut was kind of a solo thing and you were and you were the only one? And I could not be happier with the way that we went about that whole process because it created such like a memorable night a memorable ending to a pay-per-view uh it it was beyond cool it it was so awesome because to to be able to create genuine shock and surprise in pro wrestling in 2021 is very very hard to do so to be able to pull that off i was gonna say Oh, oh my God. So cool. <laughs> That's right. Well, cool. I love because you guys flew into different airports and you came in through Milwaukee, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. We flew into Milwaukee the night before. Me and Brian stayed at different hotels. Uh, I was not like, and then we were picked up and driven to the show and we showed up while the pay per view was going on. Yeah. We stayed in a trailer uh, the entire night. Uh, which was so crazy. And I, I think I've, I, I know, I've, Renee, I know I've told you this before, but I remember the main event ended and no one had come and grabbed me yet. And I was like, <laughs> are they going to come and grab me? The main event just ended. I know I'm supposed to be soon. What's going on? <laughs> so I was freaking out. You were a bit like, of a walk from where your trailer was to getting to like yeah. gorilla position. It was a well, I had never seen. I had never seen gorilla position. Did people like? I did people just start know. leaving after main event? Like, did a lot of people miss you? You're coming in after? No, no. Okay. I, well, that that was the beautiful thing is there was so much expectation of some right. debut, something. of something happening. So everyone stayed and the and the perfect thing was a bunch of people were chanting yes and they were chanting for brian so again a lot of people expected brian to show up uh, at that point in time so uh, again just to be able to just for that split second for those couple of minutes to get uh-huh. people to think whoa that's so cool we got adam cole hopefully we get brian in a co- wait what Oh my God, here he is. The same so it, night. It was all, it's my favorite night so of my career. So crazy. It, it truly yeah. gives me like goosebumps to think of that because it really is rare having like genuine surprises like that. And that's like one of the things that just makes people love wrestling so much. Um, yeah. How does it feel to have the Undisputed Era reunited now in AEW? Could you have ever imagined that this was going to happen? What the hell? Uh, you know what's crazy to say this is like yes and no. Um, the reason no is because, again, you think about all the stuff that we did for those four years and in, in NXT and how, how awesome that that time was together with those guys. And I thought, OK, cool. You know, we had that moment together and that was a really, really fun time period. Now, imagining doing that elsewhere is really surreal to think. But at the same time, uh, I have not not worked in the same company as Kyle O'Reilly since 2009. Oh my God. So <laughs> literally since 2009, I started wrestling in 2008. Me and him have worked together either against each other as opponents or as a group or tag team since 2009. So that, that small period where Kyle was not in AEW, that was the only three or four months or whatever um, where I hadn't been in the same company as Kyle. So it feels right at the same, at, at this point, I'm just convinced that wherever Kyle is, Destiny. I'm going to end up. 
or yeah, it's just meant to be. So, um, but yeah, to answer the question, yes, it, it's it's beyond cool. I uh, what I love Kyle O'Reilly to death. What were some of the conversations that you were having with him as his contract was winding down, just in such a similar situation as you? I mean, it's so crazy in this day and age to have mm-hmm. stars yeah. of your guy's caliber to become free agents and not have to wait the 90 days, like you said, to, to be able to debut somewhere else. What, what kind of conversations were you and Kyle having leading up to this? Yeah, well, look, Kyle is a, Kyle's a great guy, and, and it's a big reason I, I love him so much. So, and, and Kyle had a very similar story to me in that he had a wonderful experience uh, at NXT. He has nothing mm-hmm. bad to say about anybody there. He had a great time. He grew a lot as a wrestler just like I grew a lot as a wrestler in my time there. So he was weighing the pros and cons and kind of thinking like, you know, what would be good for me? What would be best for me? Um, And I kind of let him make his own decision because the last thing I wanted to do in any way, shape or form was try to talk him into doing something because Kyle's very good at (laughs) at making the right call and making the right decision. And and I knew he was going to do what was best for him and his family. Um, and, and as he was weighing the options out and we were talking uh, again, I was just kind of there as a soundboard. Um, and, and Kyle just decided on his own what, what he wanted to do. And I, I think he made the right call and I'm very excited. He's here. I love what that. A cool time in wrestling. It's just the best. It's so, it's so cool. fun to sit back and watch. What about, what about everyone else like around you? Obviously you have Brit. What, what, what do you think looking in the review mirror, of 2021 kind of what were the big moments that stood out to you oh man um like for me individually as a wrestler I mean, or just in whatever wrestling you want i think in total i think in total i think you did a beautiful job covering a lot of these great moments for you so far so just sure. anything else yeah professionally well, I, so personally you, yeah yeah well I, I'm, I'm so glad that you brought up brit because it has been a such a joy to watch mm-hmm. her turn into what she's turned into um because I, I i remember and again she's still very very new in her wrestling and i i say new and she's almost been wrestling for six years now but but still like i've, I've been doing it for almost 14 and i still feel like a rookie in a lot of ways so <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah she's just grown so much and developed and found her own character and had like so many memorable matches so many memorable moments and uh, it, it's been really cool to kind of watch her develop, it, it's especially watching her early on as a baby face um, yeah. and then really finding herself as a heel, which but I remember telling she her. She is a heel, man. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she does it so well. She does, she does, it, does well. it so well. <laughs> so um, that, that whole process has been really, really cool and, and really fun to watch. So, yeah, that's very memorable to me. I what did it. you guys do for Christmas? What's your What was your Christmas situation? Did you get her something good? Hey, I saw those custom Ooh. shoes you got, by the way. Oh my gosh! Oh my god, <laughs> the coolest, the coolest shoes. They're so cool. I'm afraid to wear them, but, I, bet. but I'm, I have to wear them. I have to wear them. Uh, but it, was that it, a it was light great. up so, suit too? I'm sorry. I'm looking at this picture of you guys too. I've been wondering this, like on Christmas, but it looks like they're sparkles. But I can't even tell. Maybe it's just a maybe it's just some glare. Oh. A picture of you no, yeah, it was a weird glare where it looked like snow was almost. Yeah, you're you're glowing. You are glowing. Are you are you with child? Like what's going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, so the Christmas and the holidays for us is always so nice. But we do travel quite a bit because there is like so her family and my family 
are just close enough to make it happen where we can, you know, I can see her family and then see my family within a day, but it's about a four hour drive um, from her parents and, and my parents. So whether it be Thanksgiving, where we spend a little bit of time with my family and then we'll go up to her family uh, or like for Christmas this year, for example, it was the day before Christmas. We were with her family Christmas Eve. We were with them. And then Christmas Day, we drive to my family and we spend Christmas uh, day in the evening uh, with us. But it, it was amazing. Uh, again, I love Britt's family to death. She loves my family. Uh, we both very much cherish family time. So Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that stuff is like our, our favorite time of year. God, remember when we had the the um, New Year's party that we were at a couple of years ago where I felt like oh, yeah. I for sure felt like I was like, I feel like I can't be on camera here because I was like still working for WWE at the time. I'm like, is this controversial? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. That was fun. Yeah. What a very, good time. Very, very fun. Um, very what did fun. Tony Schiavone get Brit for Christmas? And are we keeping tabs on Tony at this point or what's going on with this guy? Tony Schiavone got Brit nothing for Christmas because he's a scumbag. <laughs> piece that's, of shit yeah just a piece of garbage that Tony Schiavone <laughs> <laughs> um, okay so 2022 mere days away um, the wrestling landscape looks fantastic right now so much happening but there's a lot of free agents still who would you like mm -hmm. to see who would you like to see either in AW someone that you just want to wrestle yeah so um <clears throat> I will always mention um, Johnny Gargano as mm -hmm. one of my favorite opponents of all time. Uh, me and him had a series of matches in NXT that I, to this day, am incredibly proud of. Um, I, again, another fantastic human be uh, being across the board as well. So uh, Johnny is a guy that I would really, really love to see uh, in AEW for sure. I, I, again, who knows, uh, you know, as the wrestling landscape continues to change and Have evolve. Have you been talking to Johnny? You having another um, regular conversations with Johnny Gargano, or where are we at? Me, me, and Johnny chat, but like more so just about real life stuff. You know, yeah. I haven't, I haven't pressed him too hard on what he wants to do. I know um, he has a he has a baby on the way, which is really exciting. Yeah. So right, right now, I know he's super focused on that, uh, which is cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I I love Johnny to death, and I, I I think it'd be amazing if he ended up in AEW. I think that'd be really, really cool. Definitely. Definitely. Well, we're very excited to see what uh, 2022 has in store for you. Can't wait to watch. Hopefully I'll be able to be out at some shows soon enough and get to see you guys and uh, check out. Yes, the, uh, I hope so the too. Over there. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, happy new year to you and Britt. Um, hope that you guys have a great one and all of the fortunes and all the great things in, uh, in the future. All for of you it. guys. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Happy new year to you guys as well. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser, and I've got a new podcast, In Conversation, where I'll draw from 45 years of covering the Final Four, the NBA Finals, Wimbledon, the World Series, the Super Bowl, the Olympics. CBS even sent me to the fall of the Berlin Wall. I think you'll enjoy the give and take, so subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included in most subscriptions. We are talking 2022. This is the last episode of the year of throwing down. Uh, what do we want to see? We get to do a little fantasy booking of like in 2022. Okay, 2021, like I said, you know, way earlier in the show, it was like we were so lucky from the pro wrestling side of things to UFC. We've had so many amazing cards, so many amazing uh, standout fights. 
2022, what do we want to see? If you could, you know, drop a little wish board, what would be on that for you? Oh my gosh. There's so many, many ones. Um, There's a lot. Yeah. I would like to see Conor McGregor versus Nick Diaz three. Okay. I would, I'm really looking forward to Juliana Pena and Amanda Nunes too. I definitely think that has to happen. I mean, Amanda's accepted it and, and I know Julie's down, so it will happen this year. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, there are a couple hypotheticals that I think, uh, well, let me say this one first before I forget. Rose Namajunas versus Carla Esparza. I'm really looking okay. forward to that, too, because there's a storyline there. Carla Esparza beat Rose for the uh, first ever uh, um, st- strawweight. Am I doing this right? What am I talking about right now? First ever <laughs> strawweight title. Yes, I'm getting my weight classes confused. Damn sugar cookies, too. Getting me that sugar brain going <laughs> right there. They're taking us down. I know. And then, a, and then a hypothetical. What if Henry Cejudo came back? I think oh. that. Yeah. I think the 125 pound division. I mean, they're they're doing a rematch again between Brandon Moreno and, and uh, Davison Figueroa, and I just don't really understand why. And then I started looking at the division. I'm like, was that all they had to offer? I'm like, where's Henry Cejudo when you need a potster? You know, let's I mean, go. Yeah, that I man would... knows how to talk a little shit. Yeah, he does, and he's a hell of a fighter. And uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him stir up that division once again. I know he can do twenty five or thirty five. He also just had a a baby. Um, not that that has anything to do with anything, but I just think it's cool. Um, but it's cool to see him back. <laughs> but you know what? As a new parent, I definitely am like, I oh just, my gosh, wait, you're like still achieving goals, and you had a baby. Like it actually takes way more out of you than yeah. You he named think. her America. Wow, patriotic. Yeah. What a, like what a America tribute, Ferreira. Right? Yeah, it's a cute name. Well, so I mean, yeah, yeah she could go by Mary. It's cute, right? Oh, that actually is really I cute. Like that. I, yeah, I like that with the little right? nickname. That is really cute. That's yeah. like um, Cody Rhodes and Brandy Rhodes. Their daughter's name is Liberty, which is like also so like patriotic. And they call her Libby. Very cute. Very pretty. Um, yeah. Okay, in the professional wrestling side of things, gosh, we want to talk some dream matches. Um, I mean, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, I think, is one that people would love to see. These two men after, you know, kind of going their separate ways, um, after the Shield did their thing. Um, But I I think being able to finally see Roman Reigns at the version he is of himself now in his prime, I think all wheels are in motion for Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. I think these two guys are just like, yeah, I mean, they're both like mid, you know, 35, 36-ish. Again, like kind of in their prime really doing some of their best work did and they just have Roman Reigns because I did I could bring a ding ding matter the match for me just as long as he's a part of it I also <laughs> like the idea of edge versus AJ Styles it's actually funny to me kind of you know I I'm not I, I'll be completely honest like I'm not watching Monday Night Raw or Friday Night Smackdown like every single week but I will say I mean I always watch pay-per-views I'm always up on the pay-per-views um but it kind of blows my mind that I feel like we've not seen that much of AJ Styles lately. And he's just such a fantastic, one of the absolute best in the world, professional wrestlers. And I know he's been in a tag team action for such a long time with, uh, with Omos. But I want to see AJ get back to singles action. And uh, I think against Edge would be fantastic. I know Edge just right now on um, some of the house shows that they're doing for the holiday tour, he's been doing steel cage matches with Kevin Owens. We know that Edge can still go. So let's get Edge and AJ Styles. I think that would be so freaking can cool I, to see. 
Can I add one here, which I never have much to offer in the pro Ooh, wrestling? Please I do. I'm trying to kick it up a notch here. Okay. But I feel like I've met both of these guys in person. They've also both dabbled in MMA. Mm. And, uh, yeah, you know, you're, 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 you're picking up what I'm putting down. I you think-, think I know where you're headed with this, and I like it. Yeah. So Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Can, no, yeah, I can see. I get? Okay, cool. Can we get an amen? <laughs> yes, Woo-hoo. I would love to see that. Um, I mean, I can't say enough good things about Brock Lesnar as a professional wrestler. He's so fantastic. I um, mean, Bobby Lashley is just a, he's a specimen. He's a freak of nature, athletic Absolutely. beast. Um, seeing the two of them, like I, I would, oh, you know what I'd like to see from them though, is like sort of like a blood sport situation, which is like a shoot worked fight. I want to see that. Because, like, legit, if you had Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar in an octagon, what would happen? If I had what? Brock Lesnar and who? It, oh, and Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Lashley in an octagon, what happens? Oh, I definitely think that Brock Lesnar takes that. You think? Yeah, I just think what he was able to come over and do in the UFC, his wrestling abilities, I just think that I am just so impressed with him. And not to take anything away from Bobby Lashley because I've seen him do his thing in MMA too, but I just think the um, movement, the agility for such a big man, he's so they're agile. Both, they're both shockingly fast for how big they are. Yeah, but I would I would have put my money on Brock. I would put my money on Brock. All yeah. right, I like that. Was I like fight. that. I like that a lot. Um, uh, another one is Bianca Belair versus Asuka. That's one that I would like to see because I've not seen Asuka wrestle in quite some time. I'm not sure what's going on with Asuka, but I'm a huge fan of hers. Um, and we need more of her in our lives. Everybody needs more Asuka in their life. Um, so I think that we should definitely try to get some of that booked and happening. Um, yeah, we... we uh, oh, gosh, we're saying... Sorry, I'm just... I'm, I'm catching up on the chat here. Um, what about for you? Who are you going to fight in 2022? Oh, because I know man. that you've been on like, I know you've been like, it's, you came off your fights, the holidays, all these things are going on, but girlfriend, the, the holidays are almost over. It's time to, I know they're know, almost to- over. I feel like I need to have some news next week. Cause I don't for sure have it now. <laughs> I know that I kind of just like put it out in one interview, like just a little like, yeah, you know what? 125 is possible. Um, so now I have all the 125ers. I feel like calling out my name too. So I've got 35ers and 20. I got my. I'm just gonna pick. Well, I guess you, know, you better put those damn sugar them. cookies down. I know. Not yet. Don't cut me off just yet. I will. I will get there. Let me ease into this. Get this. You know, work the work through the addiction of sugar <laughs> that I have been 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 feeding. So uh. I hear that. I hear that big time. <laughs> I don't um, know yet though. Yeah, it, there's just there's so much to look forward to for uh, for 2022. So many different things to look forward to. Uh, and on the AEW side of things, uh, the Elite versus the Undisputed Era. We just had Adam Cole on. Uh, like you said, him and Kyle O'Reilly, they uh, their careers have just been together. Those two are so in sync. We've got Bobby Fish in the mix um, versus the Elite. I would love to see that. Um, Hangman versus Eddie Kingston would be, so, of course, uh, you know, Brian Danielson, CM Punk. That's one that needs to happen. But one that I also am really intrigued by is Kenny Omega versus Okada. Um, I think if we can get Okada over from New Japan and uh, have him step into AEW, we know that those uh, forbidden doors have been blasted open before with a working relationship with New Japan. So maybe, just maybe, should the world 
still keep functioning as we hope that it's going to. Maybe we can um, get Okada over from Japan and get him in Kenny Omega. I would love to see that. Yeah. Guys, can I contribute one here? Oh, please. I would love it. Okay, no secret, obviously, how much I love Justin Gaethje. But I Conor knew McGregor, when you said no was like, oh, I already know where this is Conor going. McGregor okay. is trying to weasel his way into a title shot with Charles Oliveira. And I think to me, and I think a lot of people, Gaethje Oliveira is must see, I was going to say TV, but it's pay-per-view buy <laughs> at this point for me. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Connor that is very much not deserving. Are absolutely Agreed. right, Kelly. We, Agreed. Yeah, we have to talk about that because that is a fight that's going to happen. It needs to happen. Conor McGregor, I'm sorry, but you were not able to weasel your way past this man at this Back point. Back of the line, McGregor. Get a couple yeah. W's and we'll talk. <laughs> totally on. agree on that. So that's going to be a great fight. I cannot wait for that one. Definitely going to be a, a, a battle of the wills, I think, in that one. Gosh, there's so much to see. There's so much like dream booking and fantasy booking. And I mean, even in like the wrestling side too, of like, God, where's Bray Wyatt? Where is Wyndham Rotunda going to show up? Is he ever even going to wrestle again? I don't know what that man's going to do. I've heard rumblings of him maybe going to impact. I've heard, uh, you know, of course, maybe he'll show up at AEW. Who knows? Or maybe he'll go back to WWE. Who knows? What's Keith Lee going to do? What's Killer Cross going to do? Uh, I and just want to fight for a title this year. Landscape. Can I do that? I just want to get let's to that get that fight, going. Win a title. Yep. Yeah. Can I just like put the spotlight back on myself for a second? Like, Please do. Oh my god. Because I, I just decided when you asked me who I was going to fight, I'm like, I don't know who I want to fight next, but I know who I want to fight last as well. Either and someone at, with a belt. 125, 135. <laughs> that's yes. who I want to fight. <laughs> let's get the gold online, man. I would love to see that. That's that, it's so it. I mean, even yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I really enjoy watching your fights, so I cannot wait for that to uh, to come to fruition. Put it out there. We got to do the Laura Senko. We, we got to manifest gonna, it and yes. meditate it and put it all I out am there. The UFC world champion. Yes. I don't really care. Let these hoes know. Do it. Throwing Down with Renee and Misha is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Serious XM Podcasts.